The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Hello and welcome to episode 67 of the Big Scottish Football Podcast, which in bingo terms is... Episode 67. Now, see if you ever get one of these right, I'm going to stop doing it. Okay, so... So there's I'll... a lot of pressure on you here. Right. Episode 67, this is an easy one. I thought 66 last week would have been like... An open goal for you because it's clickety click 66. Famously. So 67. What rhymes with seven? Heaven. Yes. So it's 67 heaven. No. A famous oh, song. Um, um, Stairway to heaven. It's the right answer. Yes. Who, who sang it? Uh, it was. Uh, who sang Stairway Led Zeppelin. Heaven? Led Zeppelin. Yes. Of Thank course. you for yes, There we are. Exactly. So there we are. How so, did it go? Stairway to heaven <laughs> Something like that? <laughs> no, I've got no idea No, no, no It's, it's a lady, I'm sure da, 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 And he's buying a stairway to, to heaven, heaven. Da, 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 da. It, I remember yeah. the start of that song It reminded you of, like, when people lived in castles and they had a moat mm-hmm. The start of that song, it's got that kind of instrumentation Of people who would sit around a big wooden table With, like, pigs Like green sleeves no, no, like, see, like, the olden days where they'd wear aye, like, me- aye, like medieval stuff. Medieval stuff, and there was, like, a castle and a moat, and then for dinner they'd be sat at a big wooden table, there'd be a jester dancing around, they'd have, like, a pig with an apple in its mouth, and then the song Stairway can, can, to Heaven. Can you get the, the song, John? Song because oh, it'll demonetise. If we play Led Zeppelin, it'll demonetise the YouTube stream. But uh, no, 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 no. I, I, you're right, though, Ewan, it's because Led Zeppelin were hugely into Lord of the Rings, and actually you had a few songs based on Lord of the Rings. So well done, Ewan Cameron. Thank you. There you go. See, I knew something go. I didn't even know. Your music knowledge is second to none. Uh, this brings us nicely on to some of the comments from last week's show as oh, well. We why do get, we do this to each other? Uh, because I like it. Uh, so you can leave your comments on YouTube um, just underneath the video. If you fancy it, we'll read out the best ones next week, of course. And on at Big Football Scott, that is our Twitter feed. Um, Mac Drummer 007 says, What is Ewan Cameron smoking now? So, not a football podcast. He just said the plot to the X Files first film. I'm out. Right. This is when you were talking about aliens underneath Antarctica. And it was actually a story in an X-Files movie, and I think Billy Connolly starred in that movie. But they they turned into a movie because they also believe, like I believe and have always believed, that there is a civilization under the ice in Antarctica. Okay. Uh, Mickey Dem, 5920. When Ewan is talking, all I can think of is that man should buy some flowers and go home and gang, give them to his wife and give her the biggest hug. What a martyr she is. And I think <laughs> amen from absolutely all of us. Uh, Pokerboy85, that's mental. That should be this episode name. Uh, WSP1980. Now, we get a lot of comments on our fashion choices. Yeah. Right, and what we wear. Mm-hmm. My hair mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago as yeah. well. Um, the hats are, I wear. The hats you wear. People are very judgmental. Yeah, they are. Of, of, of what we wear. And this is just another example. Can we talk about Yoon's jacket, please? That's a belter. Does Yoon always leave before the end of the podcast because he's going to his part-time job as a lollipop man? <laughs> Well, I've got the same jacket with me today, but it's in the other studio. Yeah. So uh, just for you, I'll bring it in a little later. This it's, is, a, I think, this is a debut for my Kappa tracksuit as well. It's, it's very nice, yeah. actually. But see that that orange jacket that I wear. Mm-hmm. Um, that is uh, worn by people who climb hills and mountains to keep you warm. And because I get up so early in the morning, because I do the breakfast show, 
I um, obviously need something nice and cosy and warm and this jacket does the business. It's really good. And the reason it's bright orange because I leave in the dark and just in case I fall over somewhere, somebody will see me. Right. So it's it's for that reason as well. Because see, on the ice, it's slippy. Right. And, and because, if you fall over, and you're at, you're at that age. Well, it's not because I'm at that age. I yeah. mean, anybody, you could fall over. I, mean, I know, but I'd be able to get back up because I'm not old. So <laughs> but I'm I, I would be able to get back up. Well, if you break your hip, you're not getting back up. Well, I don't care who you are, you're not getting back up if you break your hip. No, I'd probably struggle with that, yeah. But you'd crawl. Aye, I'd be able to sort of so commando. If, 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 if you came out your house, mm -hmm. you slipped and you fell over and you broke your hip, and if you're wearing the jacket I wear, which is the aluminous orange one, somebody would see you and help you. If, I, I would I would wager a bet that somebody would see me and help me anyway. No, they would If you're wearing what you're wearing right now, all black, in the darkness, they're not seeing you. So they, you're, they, they were, you could, you, oh, you could, I would you, be able to. They'd hear my moaning and my groaning. But what if you broke your aches. hip? But what if you broke your hip and you hit your it head? Broke my mouth and you're unconscious, right? So they wouldn't see it. They would. They would think that you were a stone in the middle of the path. I don't think they would think I was a stone in the middle and of the path. And they'd walk past and then you. They just leave me to die. Yeah. No, they I wouldn't bet. leave me because they wouldn't see you, but they'd see me. In well, my if I was unconscious jacket. and it was as cold as you're speaking about, I'd probably die of hypothermia. It's because you were wearing black. I wear orange because if I fall over and break my hip, they'll see me and I'll get help and I'll be all right. But for you, you're gone. Okay, Jordan says, why does every week Jambo Bear, he rants on about random things every single time? This week, it was Harry Potter. A few weeks ago, it was a subway story. Um, also, Ferguson and Ewan's theory about lost civilizations under Antarctica is basically the plot from Alien versus Predator. So, oh, that's true. Good movie, that. Someone please tell him that the sci-fi channel isn't real. <laughs> I thought it was a documentary channel. Sean says, we don't need to kid on that you're a dinosaur, Ewan. Your football opinion shows us that you are one. Uh, what? Yeah. I don't have dinosaur opinions. Who's that for? Uh, Sean. Get it up, you, you prick. Um, <laughs> Kevin says, if you two fuds are giving shout-outs for Scots in Australia, I'd like one. Listen, every week here in Ocean Grove. Um, so hello, Kevin, in Ocean Grove. Wait for the camera. Where's Ocean Grove? It's in Australia, uh, oh. whilst walking the dog along the beach. Pushing myself, uh, laughing at Ewan, being utter shite at the quiz. Uh, keep it up, yes. I the only reason I'm utter shit at the quiz is because I am getting absolutely s screwed over Week after week after week. I think that John, producer John, and Stephen, and others who work on the show, do everything in their power to make me look like an whoa, whoa, no, whoa, I do. Whoa, I firmly whoa. believe it. Are you, it's our accusations no, are John, cheating coming here. John, that... don't engage with that. He's trying to put pressure on you. That's what he's it's doing. Not, he's trying to pressure you. It he's, really is. Yes. I've got a little surprise for him later on for the quiz, actually. Oh, good. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, right. Um, you can leave your comments, as I mentioned, any time uh, on YouTube. Just uh, comment underneath the video. Uh, make sure you subscribe and everything as well. And if you're on the podcast, uh, sidey things and you're just listening to us you can leave your comments at Big Football Scott on Twitter on Facebook on Instagram as well uh, and remember please rate us five stars because we like that see before we go any further and we talk about the football and a lot of people say oh god there he goes again he's talking about something that's got nothing to do with the football or anything like that I just want you to know Stephen I want producer John to know and I want the nation to know that me you and Cameron I have applied to be on Big Brother 2024 so um, just thought I'd let you know that. That's what I've been doing over the past week. I filled out the application form, sent in a couple of videos, and um, I will hopefully be on your telly screens on Big Brother in the summer of 2024. That would be quite... That, would, that is definitely a hot take. It's an exclusive for you boys. Do you think you would win it? I don't think I would win it, but I've always wanted to do it. You'd be like Nigel Farage 
in the Not how dare you. How he, dare you? He finished third. I'd, I'd go I'd go in there people people like me. Well, he finished third and I'm a celebrity, so some That's people true. must like him. Yeah. So I went to do it in two thousand and six and I got down to the final fifty. Oh, did you? Aye. I got down to the final 50 by the Would you not have been better doing it when people actually watched it? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that would be that would be more beneficial would for you. Would you not fancy doing it with me? No. Would you not apply for it? Being stuck in a house with you for three months. Aye. That would be terrible. Oh, come on. Do you, no, honestly, I'll send you that application form. No. Go do it. Oh, please. I've just finished watching the Squid Game challenge oh, yes. on Netflix. For, for, with real punters. And... The person at the end obviously wins like four and a half million dollars. Would you do that show? Yes. Would you? Would you? I mean, would I, think you just I, think chance, I think your chances of winning are very, 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 but very slim. Would you do it because the money's so good, or because you want to do the experience of it? Because the money's so good. Right. See, I'm not doing Big Brother for the money. I'm doing it because I'd love to know what that feels like to be yeah. stuck in a house with twelve people. I just think the experiment of it. I just think it would be fantastic. And for somebody like me who likes to wind people up. Oh, I, I, I mean, you, I, you'd be dead by the end of it. I'd, like, I'd be in my the, element. You'd be the first Big Brother murder. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think people would probably just take you out. No, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Why does he keep talking about this subway story? <laughs> I mean, if anything, it would be hilarious to hear that subway story broadcast live to the nation. That nation, yeah. That, that would be very Sat funny. in the Big Brother chair. Yeah, exactly. yeah I've, got, I've got a suggestion. Why don't we put it out to the big Scottish football podcast listeners? We can have a whole bunch of listeners and they come stay with you for three months. Yes. Well, mm. Big Brother in my house. Exactly. Aye. And we film it all. The Big Brother Scottish football yeah, podcast. But what, what did I do with the wife? Just pay, 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 pay for a holiday. We'll charge people to come into the house, like £100 or something. Ned is going to do that. And then we'll get 20 folk to do it, so there's two grand. Ned that's an, that's enough it. for a couple of weeks' holiday. More than enough for a couple of weeks' holiday. Send the wife away. Exactly. That'd be fine. We're not doing that at okay, all. Okay, right. Fair but enough, anyway, then. just thought I'd let you know that um, I've applied to be on Big Brother, and if I do appear on your small screens in the not-too-distant future, I would love your support. Thank you. Okay, right, that's no bother. Uh, let's get to our chart rundown then, find out how we're doing in the podcast charts around the world. And, um, oh, yeah, exactly. So, wait a minute. Paul Hardcastle. Yeah, here we go. Uh, uh, Wait, I'll I'll get it eventually. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Okay, let's start in the UK then. We are 41st this week, which is uh, up on last week. We've gone considerable up on last week. Uh, 57th in Canada and 98th place in Australia so uh, come on Doug come on Kevin get us up the charts a wee bit more we want top 50 at least here uh, China we've been remaining steady at 243 there um, let's go to New Zealand 72 which is quite good the 72nd biggest football podcast in New Zealand New Zealand exactly there's Un- more sheep in New Zealand than there are people 159th in Turkey 77th in Hong Kong 46th in the UAE we are big in the Middle East well I've got family there yeah and, and I know uh, they listen to the podcast and I know lots of people out there as well yeah. uh, 235th in Czech Republic need to improve on that one a wee bit yeah and we've got a new entry and it's a, a massive new entry we are the 15th biggest football podcast in the Cayman Islands People are listening to us in the Cayman Islands. In the Cayman Islands, there we go. So Hot take. In the tax haven that is Cayman Islands. Uh, thank you very much. And um, 
Yeah, if you want any offshore bank account advice, yes. people in Cayman Islands are probably very good for that. So uh, that concludes our chart rundown for this week. Let's move on to the football and start in the Premiership, obviously. And we'll start with Celtic's defeat against Kilmarnock yesterday. Um, Celtic, first half, they could have been home and hosed, mm-hmm. missed a lot of chances. Kilmarnock did miss a sitter just before Celtic scored. Yes. O'Reilly, uh, giving Celtic the lead, who, you know... Celtic are still top of the league and that's their first league defeat of the season but I think even Celtic fans were clearly not happy after yesterday but they haven't been firing on all cylinders at all but Matt O'Reilly has probably been the one sort of player you could say he's had a really good season so far it looked like it was going to continue on yesterday however Kilmarnock were absolutely sensational in that second half came out a totally different team and for my money completely deserved their win against Celtic yesterday so they've now beaten Celtic twice this season once in the League Cup and once in the League the last time Kilmarnock beat Celtic twice in one season was when Ewan Cameron I think it'll probably be the year they won the league. It was the year they won the league. It was season 64-65 and um, they went on to win the league. Now, I don't think Kilmarnock are going to go on and win the league. No, they won't. They won't. They'll be top six, though. uh, Beat Rangers, obviously, on the opening day of the season uh, as well. Only two points behind St Mirren in third place as well. And surely if not contenders for Europe, certainly top six. 100%. They'll be a top six club. I think you've summed up perfectly there in regards to how the game went. Do you know what I noticed yesterday? Matt O'Reilly, right? Great footballer. Jeez, he can't run. Oh, yeah. That's the only thing that he doesn't have in his armoury. There was a point in that second half, I think it was, where he was in on goal and he had three yards on the defender behind him and the defender caught with him so easily and then he struck a shot just past the far post. That boy's got no pace at all. And that's one thing that might hold him back in regards to getting a big money move to Spain or to to England. I didn't realise he was that slow until he he, he was making that run through and go. But I think he's a great player, class player, clever player, intelligent, good finish as well. He anticipated that. You can see him checking his run because there was a defender just in front of him. So he was onside, finished it well at the top top of the the, the court, top the um top of the net. Yeah. <laughs> Got there eventually. Got there eventually. And you're right. I thought that Kilmarnock were not at the races in that first half. And according to even the commentary team yesterday for Sky, they could even hear Derek McInnes going off his rocker at halftime. Literally, it was reverberating around the stadium. He was going off his head at halftime. And it had the desired effect because they came out. They were 10 yards further up the pitch. They bullied Celtic. They hassled them. They were in their faces. They didn't give them any space whatsoever. I thought they were brave by pressing as high as they did. And then he threw on Marley Watkins and they had Watkins. Your favourite. I love Watkins. Yeah. So they had Watkins and Vassells up top and they were hassling that back for the Celtic. And then you've got the likes of, I thought he was brilliant the boy in the right, Armstrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, no disrespect to Kilmarnock, he's better than Kilmarnock. He, 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 needs, a bit, he needs to go to your hearts or an Aberdeen, or a Hibs. I don't think he's at Celtic Rangers level, but he's certainly a level above Kilmarnock. Armstrong was superb. Matty Kennedy, who was a former Aberdeen player, was brilliant on the left. So Just, those just t- remind you, Kilmarnock are above hearts on the table. That's fine. Um, but he'll get more money and uh, a bigger um, stadium, better fans, better city, better pies, better everything, better bottle of the lot. Um, he'll get it all. So 
that's what I'm saying. So you had the two strikers who were up against Scales and uh, Shane Duffy. Well, it could have been Shane Duffy. He was just as bad as when he was there. What's his name? Nat, Nat Phillips. Nat Phillips. Shane Nat, Nat Phillips, him. So they were right on top of them. And then you got the two wingers up on Greg Taylor and Alistair Johnson. I thought Kilmarnock thoroughly deserved it. I thought they were good for their 2-1 win. And the thing is, though, when you look at that Kilmarnock performance in the second half, will they follow it up? with a similar performance. Because obviously they didn't at the start yes. of the season. That's what they did. And they, they beat Rangers, they beat Celtic, and then they went on a terrible run yes. of five or six matches without winning. Yeah. So they do need to kick on a wee bit. And obviously Derek McInnes and the Kilmarnock Can I say something? Hoping that they do. Did you watch Brian? Did you watch Brendan Rodgers? I did see a like, bit of it after that, yeah. He didn't seem that bothered. And I, and I think, reading between the lines, because I can do that, because mm. I um, have a knack for reading in between the lines. And when I do read in between the lines, nine times out of ten, I get it right. And I was reading in between the lines, listening to Brendan Rogers. right? He said a couple of wee things, but he didn't look that fussed or bothered by the defeat because I think it's a blessing in disguise because he's going to use that defeat to get what he wants in January and for next summer. Because I'm telling you right now, see if Brendan Rogers does not get back the way he expects to get back, he'll be gone. He will not see out that four-year deal. If they do not back him and spend some of that money they've got in the bank and bring him the quality of player that he keeps banging on about, and he does keep talking about, we're lacking quality, we're lacking numbers and quality off the bench, etc. See, if they don't back him, he's gone. First opportunity, he's out the door. So I think that was a blessing in disguise yesterday, and I think you'll see Celtic make moves in January to bring in some quality players. Now, I think it's the worst time to try and sign a player January because teams don't want to lose their best players in that window halfway through a season but they'll need to do something and then next summer it'll be the big one for him now a couple of things um, obviously Brendan Rodgers uh, pointed out it's their first league defeat of the season and they're still top of the league um, secondly he did say the second half they played Kilmarnock's game and not their own game. Mm -hmm. And I think you summed that up perfectly yeah, there yeah. because Kilmarnock just totally took the game to, yeah. come, uh, to Celtic and dominated them, absolutely dominated them. Thirdly, uh, if you're getting the chance to uh, predict and possibly be right, um, this is what I've been saying about Celtic all season. Their defence is not good enough. And that light just fell down behind us. And mm -hmm. that was probably Nat Phillips trying to keep it up there. Um you didn't keep anything up yesterday. Nat Phillips, uh, <laughs> Scales, Taylor. I'm still not convinced with Johnson. You've always said that. Obviously, Hart. I think that's a weak, weak backline. Yeah. Um, now, most, most weeks they'll get away with it because the quality isn't that good in the Scottish Premiership, and that's fine. But obviously, in the Champions League, you've seen what's happened. Or even season. the Europa League. Or the Europa League. Um, I think Celtic do need to sign... I mean, you're talking four or five players. They definitely need a left back. They'll need another centre half I, I, to go and beside. Well, listen, they spent how much on Naroki and Lager Bielka? Uh, seven and a half million. Seven and a half million on those two. And Lager Bielka's just coming back and Naroki was on the bench. Yeah. I, I just, I, I don't understand that at all. Uh, the boy Phillips looks well off it as well. Well, he was brought in as an emergency cover because Celtic yeah. were missing so many players with Carter Vickers out, etc. So I, I kind of understood I, it at I the think time. It, Carter Vickers is obviously decent. I think, I think he's a good player. Again, but but I, th I think there's big problems in that Celtic team. And I did see... Quite a lot of Celtic fans yesterday, obviously having a moan about Rodgers, because, let's be honest, he doesn't have that much credit in the bank because of the no. way he left the first time. There was a lot of fans who were unhappy with him coming back. And there was a lot of people saying the same thing. What's he done to Kyogo? 
Mm. Kyogo was obviously on the bench. He was on the bench during the week against Hibs as well. One he, goal and nine. He looks like a player that, you know... He's gone. We don't recognise no. from the last couple of seasons. Now, he might have a wee injury. We don't know. Um... Because when he, I heard him when he was asked during the week, like, why are you not playing Kyogo? He was like, well, we've got a lot of games coming up. We want to rest him and blah, blah, blah. But even even at that, he's, he's nowhere near the player he was the last couple of seasons. And there was Celtic fans saying uh, on social media that Roger's biggest crime is what he's done to Kyogo. Because yeah. what has he done? Like, he's turned a player who was the player of the year two years in a row or whatever it was, scored... Top goal scorer. Top goal scorer both seasons, I think. Um, certainly last season. And I think um, he's been nowhere near it this season. And he's on the bench. I think the problem for Celtic and Kiego... Kiogo. Kiogo is that it's a different type of football. I think under Ange Postacoglu... They worked. Uh, they they played to Kie his strengths. His strengths, and I think Brendan Rodgers is more of a possession base mm -hmm. type of manager, and it's side to side. It's it's breaking them down, and then when you can, you hit them on the pace with the wingers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I think that the style of play that Rodgers has does not suit Kiogo. Kiogo. Kiogo, and I love Kiogo. Kiogo. <laughs> I think he's a great player, but I think that he's not Rodgers' player, and I think that's the problem. Every manager has their own style, has their own... Their own way of playing. Their yes. own way of playing, their own style of playing. I, know, I agree with you. I don't, I and don't I don't think, think it fits in for him, yeah. unfortunately. And he might not be there next summer. If, if, if Rodgers goes down a different route, then it could well be that he's on his way. Here's one player that has been linked with Celtic quite a lot and the jungle drums are beating a wee bit louder for this as well. Bojan Miofsky. He's gone. Scored again for Aberdeen at the weekend. Leighton Clarkson got the second goal, 2-1 win against Hearts. Shankland had given Hearts the lead at Pitodri. Uh, but Miofsky has got, what, 12, 13 goals already this season? Is he the type He's of gone. player that Celtic yeah. should be looking for? That's, that's, a, that's a Rodgers player, Miofsky. He offers a bit of everything, absolutely everything. Great in the air. Got a wee bit of pace about him. Look at the goal he scored against Hibs mm -hmm. to run through on goal and great finish. You look at the finish against Hearts. I mean, it's half a chance and he finds the far corner. That boy is a class striker in the Scottish Premiership. And if he was in that Celtic team, he scored 30 plus goals a season because he's that good a player. I think Miofsky's gone. I don't see him being at Aberdeen at the How end of January. How much are Celtic going to have to pay for him, though? Because Aberdeen obviously don't need the no, money. No, they don't need the money and um, they don't need to sell. But for Celtic to get their hands on that boy, they're going to have to pay £5 million plus. Easy. Are Celtic going to pay £5 million plus for Bojan Miofsky? They need him. They actually need him because I think that Rangers are coming strong. Um, and we'll get to Rangers in just a wee second. Coming up, you've got Celtic and Rangers on the 30th of December. By the time that game comes around, it could be a case of who's going to be top of the table for the January. I know that Rangers have a couple of games in hand because of the cup final, etc., etc. But Celtic fans are not resting easy right now. They've actually got what's that thing that Alex Ferguson used to say? Squeaky bum time. Squeaky bum time. I think they're a wee bit worried. So I think Miofsky will be gone, and I fear that Shankland will end up at Rangers. Yeah. So I think the two strikers at Aberdeen and at Hearts will both be at Rangers and Celtic in January. I would be shocked if Celtic don't make a move for a striker and I think Miofsky's perfect for them. I'll be shocked if Rangers don't make a move for a striker with Danilo out for a number of months and I think they'll go after Shankland. And I, I hate that, again, 
Rangers and Celtic are going to cherry pick the best players in Scotland for their own team but money talks at the end of the day and you, you, you can no, only hope that they get a decent value for them yes and, and no disrespect to, to Hearts or Aberdeen if Rangers and Celtic come knocking on your door you're, you're, you're wanting to go and you can't keep an unhappy player now Aberdeen might say go screw yourselves he's going nowhere we're keeping him until the end of the season and then you can have him and I'd like to think that Hearts might do something similar. Come to a deal with a player. We need you now, but we'll let you get your dream moving in, in the summer. But I think it's going to be very, very hard to turn down the kind of money that Celtic and Rangers could be flashing in January because both need a striker. So let's keep on Aberdeen Hearts since we started speaking about it. Massive win for Barry Robson. I was on the big Saturday football show alongside you and former Hibs and Aberdeen striker uh, Steve Cowan on Saturday. And I fancied Aberdeen. You did. On the basis that whenever Barry Robson needs... A win, he seems to get it. And that yeah. was a huge win on Saturday. Obviously left it late, uh, late in Clarkson. Um, it deserved on their second half. Se showing. Second half were much better. I think much like uh, Derek McInnes gave Kilmarnock a roasting at halftime. Barry Robson obviously gave them a roasting. And that didn't look like a team who wanted rid of their manager. No. That was a team who wanted to play and win for their manager. I think that Barry Robson, huge result for him. Poor result for Stephen Naismith and Hearts. Is he back to being sacked this week? Well, he's, he's always been on... Right, but can, so, so this morning, are you picking up the phone and you're saying, Stevie, pack your bags, get out? Right. You're no, 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 just... See, see, before I answer that question, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to say to me about Stephen Naismith, oh, but he just won manager of the month award for his four victories against St Johnston, uh, Livingston, Motherwell and uh, Kilmarnock. Now, in all four of those victories, we were shite and it could have gone either way. So we got the results in spite of Stephen Naismith. So yes, he got manager of the month. Whoop to do. If you told me today that he walked on the moon, I don't care. If you told me that he turned wine into water, I don't or water into wine, I don't care. Right? Turn wine into water. <laughs> That'd be something. Who's eh? what? Nah. <laughs> right? Here's your wine, I'll just turn into water. Um I don't care. I really don't care what he's done. Right. I don't care what wins he's okay, got. Right, right. I don't you, care you, that he's you, got. You, you've said this all before. Right. So, no, so, no, no, no. And let me just, so, just to sum it up, because I'm not going to go on and repeat myself a million times. I'm going to read out a couple of messages that are on the Jambo's Kickback website. What's your name on that? I don't have a name on that. Jambo Jambo? I don't. <laughs> Jambo Jambo. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jambo Jambo on... Kickback. Kickback and your Jambo Bear on... Follow, follow. follow, follow. Yeah. So, I'm... Um, so, um, so, Jambo so Jambo says. This, this, is, this is the last thing that we're going to say about this. Mm -hmm. And this is where I believe that I am with the vast majority of the Hearts fans, right? Okay, go for it. Absolutely no way should these jokers be given this January transfer window. This is the most one-paced, unbalanced squad I can ever remember. Savage and Naismith out. From Holty... I want Naismith to succeed, but learning on the job just isn't right for a club like Hearts. And I've been saying that all season. We desperately need an experienced manager. From Ramrod, nothing will change as long as Savage is delivering the utter shite he's been delivering the last couple of windows. Our squad, especially offensively, is absolutely horrendous. We can change the management all we want, but as long as Savage and others uh, who are on the payroll... Um, Nothing will change. And bang on the money. Naismith is not the man to take Hearts forward. Basically, he is an apprentice. We are going backwards with him. Change is needed now. And I could go on and on and on and on. Just Every to pick up a slight point, I think it's quite unfair to say Hearts are horrendous going forward when you've got Lauren Shanklin, you've got Liam Boyce. We're talking about going forward. We're not talking about who's scoring the goals. We're talking about going forward. 
See, if, see if it wasn't for Lawrence Shanklin, we're bo- we're bottom six. We're actually where Aberdeen yep. were just yep. before the ga- you, game you do, of the weekend. You, you do have Lawrence Shanklin though. Yeah, I know, and we're going to lose him in January. So, Naismith, so 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 j- just Naismith is an apprentice who right. is learning on the job, and I've said it all season: the boy is not good enough. He needs to go. So, to answer my question. Are you, are you picking up the phone this morning? Oh, 100%. Hiya, Stephen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat your bags, you're out the door. Oh, go, aye, he, wouldn't, he would have got the call on Saturday night. He'd have got the call oh. when he was on the bus heading back down the road from Pataudry. Okay, okay. Right, okay. Aberdeen 2, uh, Hearts 1. Let's move on to uh, another couple of managers who are in dis- uh, distressing situations. Uh, Livingston nil, Hibs won. Martin Boyle with his first goal since September um, means that Hibs won all three points. Livingston are rock bottom. They are beginning to look a wee bit isolated what is it five points uh, adrift of St Johnston and um, they do have a game in hand but it's not looking good for David Martindale it's not looking good for Livingston lots of problems behind the scenes there and it looks like it's spilling out onto the pitch as well I I don't like Livingston you know what I think so I'm you've not got an anti-West Lothian agenda as know. many people have, have, have um, um, said about me I yeah. don't have an anti-West Lothian agenda I'm just not a big fan of the club but I will say this I think the job that David Martindale has done over the years is remarkable. I don't know how he's done it, but eventually it's going to catch up with you. You cannot continue to play the way they've been playing and get away with it. And I think this is a year that's caught up with them. And I feel sorry for David Martindale because he's worked wonders at that football club. But this is the year they're gone, they're finished. And he might not see out the season, which would be unfair considering what he's done for that club considering where he's had them in the league. I mean, I mean, he's never been in a playoff. He's never been relegated. But this is the year it's going to end for him. And it's going Seven to losses in a row. Yeah, they're done. They haven't scored in their last six. The they're, first team to lose six successive top flight games with no goals since Aberdeen in 1999. And unfortunately, David Martindale is going to be known as the manager who's either sacked from Livingston or got them relegated. He should have got out at the end of last season. If you when he knew the problems that were, oh, there were he he knew the problems that were coming down the road, right? Let's be honest. Though. And he wasn't getting backed. He wasn't getting the players that he wanted. There were players we know of players who rejected Livingston who were getting better deals in the Championship because Livingston can't compete, right? We're talking about the Championship in Scotland. So when you can't compete with a Championship club for a player, you're in dire straits. You're you've got huge issues. And if I was David Martindale. You need to go out on a high. You need to know when to go so that your stock is still high. He should have left in the summer. He should have walked out in the summer, head held high. I've done a great job there. So and he you... may well have found himself in a better job right now because he'd have been out... Well, he turned down the chance to speak to St. Johnson. Well, I don't know if there's much in that. Well, I heard him, I heard him interviewed about it and he was like... No, he might be, there might be an interest, but I don't think he was ever going to get the job. I don't think he was ever going to get that job because the way that the start of the season was for Livingston. I will also say this about David Martindale. I think he could do a good job at another football club. But unfortunately for him, his stock is dropping because he's been he's stuck with that club way too long. So do you think Livingston are sacking him then? They shouldn't. But will they? Well, they need to stay up or they could they could they could die as a football club. I but Livingston have been up and down. Yeah, I know, but I think if they go down... I think I, can I just th- say... Th- this, is, this is just another right. one of Livingston's. Oh, right. They'll go into administration, they'll start again in the third division, and then they'll come back up. Right, again. I'm telling you right now, if they get relegated, they'll never get back into the Premier League ever again. This is it for them. They need to stay up the season. If they don't, they're, that's them screwed. They're done. Finish. Over. They're another Gretna. That's the way I see it. 
And Martindale does not want to be part of that. If I'm him now, I'm saying to him right now, if he listens to the show, get yourself out of there right now because each week that passes by, you're damaging your reputation as a football manager and nobody's going to touch you with a barge pole because of your record right now and how it's going. Get out of there. Like, without going into too much personal detail, in my job as a radio presenter, when I walked away from the football phone-in, I walked away when I was at Real Radio. Now, mm -hmm. I was there for 10, 11 years, and when I was there working on that show, we were number one. We're the most listened to football phone-in. We were winning awards left, right, and centre. And then I had a decision to make. Do you know what I mean? The only way from this point onwards is down. There's no, there's no, you can't keep going up. You can't keep doing that. So I made a decision to walk away when we're on a high and to leave it on good terms. And I, I know that you've made certain decisions in your life where you've left where you think it's the right moment to leave somewhere for you, for your career and for where you need to end up. And I think that what Martindale has done is made the biggest mistake in his career was, was hanging on there. So what David Martindale needs to do is... A football phone and Move on to a breakfast show from a football phone in. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yes. David Martindale needs to go on to BBC breakfast. That's yes, what it is. Something so. like that. But you know I'm getting at. Yeah, totally. Um, so we'll see what happens over the next wee while, but not looking good for Livingston. Hibs are up to fourth above Hearts. Uh, only lost to Celtic and Rangers in their last 14 matches unbeaten otherwise Nick Montgomery is doing a pretty decent job there and it's going to be interesting to see where they finish come the end of the season and obviously if they strengthen in January which I assume that they will as well another manager under pressure going into the weekend was Stuart Kettlewell at Motherwell and again they left it late it was 1-1 in the end and they've still not won a game since the 3rd of September but does that late equaliser buy him on another week, basically? I think he's got enough credit in the bank. I said on the uh, the big Saturday football show, I really like Kettlewell. I think he's a he's a decent guy. He's honest. I like the way he speaks. I think they've been really unlucky in recent weeks in some of their matches. They play um, St Mirren away on Saturday, which um, is going to be tough. Yeah, um, but the thing, the problem, the thing with Motherwell is that they're actually playing. Good. They're playing all right. And I think they've just been unlucky. So see if they're playing pish and they weren't scoring goals and they weren't creating chances, then you'd probably fear for Kettlewell. But I think he's got enough credit in the bank. And it shows that the players are playing for him. They clearly like him. Um, and they never give up. I mean, they fight right to the death. I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, they were 3-1 down to Dundee. And they came back to 3-3. And they did the same against Ross County when they were at, um, at home. But they need to win. I know they need they to win. They can't keep but drawing no, matches. No, I, I, I agree with that. But again, still, there are worse teams below them. They, they ain't going to get dragged into any rele relegation problems. So, I think they'll be all right. So who is then? I mean, like, Livingston are bottom. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still thinking Ross County and Livingston are still my two. Even though Ross County, before the Lost weekend, the weekend yeah. But yeah. But I think that still, for me, Ross County and Livingston are the, are the bottom two for me because I think St Johnson will be fine and they've got a good result there away to Motherwell. Ross, and County, I Ross County, your team to watch this season. And Craig, Craig Levine, is, um, is he'll do a decent job and he'll keep them up. So, yeah, Motherwell are fine. They'll stay up. Not an issue. St Johnson, fine. Not an issue. And Motherwell deserved their draw at the weekend. Okay, uh, we mentioned St Mirren uh, beating Ross County by two goals. So now back to winning ways for them and back up to third uh, in the table as well. Just a really good season. But, you know, Stephen Robinson probably needed the... He didn't need the win. It was three defeats in, in a row before that. He would have wanted that one. So um, in terms of their push for the top six, 
a good, good win on Saturday against Ross County. Ross County, um, they are in eighth and uh, obviously haven't won in the past couple of games but won their first two. What's, um, what's Jamie's second name? Jamie. The goalkeeping coach was at... Um, Langfield. Oh, yeah. He tweeted something about the game. Hold on, no, there it is. Okay. I'll just let me do it, read it out. Um, so he said, Jamie Langfield, after the game on Saturday... That's been coming. Delighted for Big Jonah, who I thought was outstanding and took his goal brilliantly, but also Staff, who was superb as well on his first start. Every player deserves plaudits today for a complete performance. Enjoy it, and we'll see you all next Saturday. So what he means by that, that's been coming, is that even though they lost their last three, they've been unlucky to lose the last three. and They think that they've played well and they've finally got what they deserved at the weekend. So according to Jamie Langford, and yeah, I watched the highlights as well, they did deserve their win. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. And it's a bit of a headache for Derek Adams and Ross County, who obviously did a week off last week, but he got off to a good start. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a horrible defeat for them. Yeah, absolutely. Also deserved win for Rangers on Saturday as well, coming from behind uh, Bakayoko, uh, giving Dundee the lead after just a few minutes. But then Dessers, Tavernier and Sima, who is in red-hot form just now, means that it's nine without defeat for Rangers. 25 points from 27 uh, on that run as well. Um, they've Dundee have lost eight in a row against Rangers with an aggregate of 22 goals to two. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think Dundee actually did okay on Saturday uh, in spells. Obviously, they were a threat. Obviously taking the lead. Big threat from set pieces. Dundee, if you exclude penalties, have scored nine goals from set pieces this season, which is three more than any other team in the league. So that's how important set pieces are to Dundee, clearly. Um, I, th I think we've, we've both said we think Dundee will be fine this season. Yeah, Dundee they will. doing a decent job. Uh, Rangers, a uh, big week, obviously. The European game against Real Betis on Thursday night. And then we've got the Viaplay Cup final on Sunday yeah. as well. So... Um, is, 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 these are these are the big big games that Philippe Clement yes that he, he needs to win and that he needs to show that yep he is the real deal because so far obviously it's, it's been a great start yeah it's 25 points from 27 in the nine games but these are the big games that we're talking oh, 100%. about 100% he needs, he needs to win next Sunday he has to be Aberdeen. Yeah. He needs to get that first trophy to, in the cabinet. I would be surprised if they didn't win next Sunday. Yes, I think I, we'd I, all be surprised. But there was a... a, a and and saying that, Aberdeen's form against Rangers this season has been... Four points has from been, six. They're unbeaten yeah. against Rangers this season. So, so the, the form guide in the league in the last eight games, I saw this in one of the newspapers yesterday. Rangers at the top of the table in 22, Celtic 17, Hibs 15, Kilmarnock 13, Hearts 12, uh, Dundee 11. So... Since Clement has come in, they're five clear of Celtic in leagues. That's the impact that Clement has had since he's arrived at Rangers. So that's going to give the Rangers fans a lot of hope. Now, I thought that Rangers on Saturday were good, not brilliant, got the job done. Is there I still, still a wee question defensively? Well, I mean, they've got the best defensive record in the Scottish Premiership, but that's with their best defenders. Mm. And, and I still have my doubts about the likes of Balogun. I'm still Goldson for me is their best defender, but he himself can also look a bit shaky at times. Barisic, the Rangers fans are not convinced by him. And the Rangers fans are not convinced by Tavernier defensively either, no matter what he well, they does. Ne I, they never have been. They never have so. been. So yes, there is that what what is great about that back four and their goalkeeper is the keeper. I mean, he's yeah. an outstanding goalkeeper. 
So um, whereas Celtic have got nowhere near their best defence at the moment in regards to the centre-back situation, but Rangers have got the best defensive record. But having said that, though, they've got Celtic coming up, they've got the cup final as well, and then we're going to really see what Rangers are about. And yeah. these two games in particular, Aberdeen and then Celtic at the end of the month. And I think what Rangers need to do, they need to beat Aberdeen, get that bit of silverware in the cabinet, and they need to go to Parkhead and not lose and see if they do that. We've got a title race on. We've got it on. They have to not get beat at Parkhead. Seema um, looks very good. Very good. Great header uh, on Saturday. He's, very good. Uh, a, a big, big positive. Obviously, Dessa's scoring as well. Um, the pro- which, the problem. Which will be welcome from him. But I guess Danilo being out injured. Tom Lawrence now yeah. being out injured again. Made a chocolate him. He, he really is. Like, I, I think he looks a really good player, but I he know. just can't stay fit at all. No. And obviously, it's not the boy's fault. But, um, you know, you mentioned it earlier on, Shankland. Yeah. They'll be in the market for another couple of players, I would imagine, as well. And I'm glad we didn't really touch on it, but last Wednesday, yeah, when Rangers beat Hearts at Tynecastle, and again, Rangers deserved to win that game, and Danilo missed a couple of big setters in that game. Who did Clement go to straight away after the game? I saw Clement getting asked about this, so he went straight to Shankland after he didn't. He, he bypassed every other play and went straight to him. So he said that there was nothing in it. He oh, said, shut up. No, that's what... I know what he, I know what he said. Don't tell me, shut up. Know, I'm, just, no, no, I'm no. just relaying what he said. So you're saying that Philip Clement's a liar then? No, 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 because we can watch on the telly. I know he said there was nothing in it. I'm not saying there was anything in it. <laughs> so why are you bringing it up then? No, no, but but it's, it's, <laughs> isn't it interesting? Someone who he has so publicly, is, so publicly is, said is a good player. So there is something and, in it then? And is aware of him from Belgium as well. So there is something in it? I'm tell, Listen, I would be gobsmacked if he does not make a so bit for in January. So was lying then? No, 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 I'm not saying... No, 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 but he, he made... He, he made the effort to go and speak to Shanklin. Well, he put but, his arms but, but, but around him and give him a it. hug. But there was nothing in it. No, I'm, but do you know what he said in his ear? Well, he's, he said that he was just like, oh, well played, you know, good game. Well, I, listen, I'm not a lip reader and I can't, but the body language would <laughs> so, suggest to me So that, there is something in it so then. He went so up, there was he, something so, in it, just so, to clarify. So Clement went up to uh, to Shanklin. So there is something game. in it, so Philip Clement was lying. No, 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 no. So Clement went up to... To Shankland and uh, gave him a hug, and while he was giving him a hug, and was in his area. But went, that's not what Philip once went, said. There was nothing went, in it. I'm going to give you twenty grand a week, mm-hmm. and we're going to kick you <laughs> into Rangers right. in January. Right. So there was something in it. No, nah, I don't think there was. No, I just think no, it was no. just him showing his appreciation for a good player. Right. Okay. So, fair enough. But do you think? Uh, okay, let me ask you right now: Is he more likely to be at Rangers in January than or not? I'd say not. So you think it's more seventy thirty? You won't be. Yeah. See, I think it's seventy thirty. I, I mean, be. I think if it if it come if the actually a bid comes in, then he'll be away because he'll be thinking if I go to Rangers, there's a better chance of me getting into the Euro, Euro squad for next year yes. and stuff like that. So yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. factor, and I don't like that's totally. So fine. you think he'll? Do you, okay, but, then, will he be a Hearts player at the end of January? That, that's my question. Eh. Uh, will Shanklin be a Hearts player at the end of January when you know that Celtic and Rangers are looking for strikers? I mean, I don't know, but is he a Celtic striker? No. So he's not a Rodgers player, but do you think he's a Clement Rangers player? I think he is. Yeah, I, I think Shankland would do. I think he'd score loads of goals. Well, he's a Rangers fan as well, so I think he'll I, end I think he'd score. Like, so, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's not going to happen. But, but will he be a will he be a Hearts or Rangers player? What's the, more, what's the chances of um, something happening? I, I mean, I don't know. So it is 50-50 then, if you yeah, don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. 
Um, please just stay at Hearts until the summer then get your move to Rangers please well we'll see uh, just very quickly on the European matches this week uh, Celtic out already uh, will they beat Feyenoord at home does it matter do they need, to they need it you they think? need to win just for, for a confidence thing and also to break that hoodoo record that they've yeah. got just now of only X amount of points in the Champions League stages. I think all the games they could win, this is probably the they, one. They have to win this just to say, because you know what it does? It shows improvement from previous years. Rangers take on Real Betis over in Spain <gasps> on Thursday night. Now, they need to win to guarantee qualification. Results could go their other way. So they've got they a great chance. You know why? Six first-team players are missing for Betis. Right, okay. So they've got a really good chance. What was their score at the weekend? I do not know. Can I look that while you do your thing? Yes, well, I was going to tell you about Aberdeen taking on Eintracht Frankfurt. Um, did you see Eintracht Frankfurt's result the weekend? They beat Bayern Munich 5-1. <laughs> yes, so um, good luck with that. Oh, <laughs> Betis with all their injuries drew 1-1 with Real Madrid. Oh, there you go. Well then, Rangers, <laughs> you'll be dropping into the Conference League then. Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, right, okay, so uh, that is on uh, a wee bit later on this week. Uh, let's drop down into the Championship. Wraith Rovers, the late, late show goes on for Wraith Rovers again. They went two points at the top with a win on Friday night against Partick Thistle. It was an absolutely cracking game. 4-3 it was. And uh, Two that, late goals again for them. Two late goals. They, they, they love a late goal, the Wraith Rovers. So, see what happens over the next wee while. And... They play Dundee United at Tannadice on Saturday. Do they? Massive match Huge. at Tannadice. Uh, probably one of the biggest in the uh, of that, the weekend. That'll be a full house. Absolutely. Well, I mean, Wraith Rovers won't bring that many. I mean, they're Wraith Rovers. But, I mean, it's... <laughs> uh, uh, it's Dundee United then, obviously, won on Saturday against Air United. So, Dundee United are a point clear at the top. But that looks like a massive match already. That'll be a good game. And it'll be a good game as well. We'll be covering it on the big... Uh, Saturday football show yeah, we will. Uh, former Hibs and uh, Aberdeen striker Steve Cowan will be there for us for that one uh, elsewhere um, Dunfermline uh, two wins on the spin so it's four points between Dunfermline and Airdrie who they beat on Saturday by two goals to one uh, Dunfermline play Partick Thistle uh, this Saturday at East End which is also a big match uh, Dunfermline got a game in hand over Partick Thistle if they win it um, they could overtake Partick if they win them on Saturday as well you've that given yourself a bit of breathing space between yourselves and Airdrie and you've still got that game in hand that's so it's, what it's, I'm, it's, that's what I'm more concerned about to be honest with you um, like Dunfermline I think will be fine I don't think we're going to get relegated oh, no 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 that's good Forget, why do you keep saying that because it, you're not you're, you're because going, you're, I'm, I'm I, still a bit concerned right, I said at the start of the season that Dunfermline will push for the playoff positions and there you are sitting in fourth yeah. comfortably in fourth with a game in hand somebody asked who I support last week I don't know if they were taking the piss or not. No, they're asking because you have to support an old firm team. All right, no, well, I don't. I but but everybody has. You, you know that. That's yeah. the rules in Scotland. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Dunfermline are in fourth. So, a good one on Saturday. And Morton, a rare win for them. Um, what, only their third of the season. And it was Jim McIntyre's first game in charge of our broth. And he lost 2 1 at Gayfield. Apparently, the wind was absolutely wild. Oh, is this down there? Well. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, Robin Veldman has left his post as head coach of Queen's Park. That was after getting thumped by Big Dunk's Inverness. If you've not seen the video of Big Dunk playing, um, with a band for Cash for Kids so good uh, the maracas at the back uh, go to my Twitter at Stephen Mill if you want to see it it is very very good Charlie Mulgrew and Scott Brown are among the favourites for the Queen's Park job Charlie Mulgrew trying to get in he was on Clyde One Super Scoreboard last week he's made no secret that he wants Scott to manage Brown was on Sky Sports yesterday Scott Brown was on Sky Sports yesterday got um got ditched by Fleetwood a little bit earlier on this season so he's looking to get back in either of those you think going be good appointments Scott Brown he did all right at Fleetwood until he got the heave-ho. I think Scott Brown What's would be a good with, appointment. What's wrong with Charlie Mulgrew? 
He's not got any managerial experience. Yeah, did Scott Brown before he got the Fleetwood job. But he's, at least he's got that behind him now. Okay, right. Do you think he would go to Queen's Park? Well, they've got the money. No, that is true. And uh, they've got, I mean, they've, they've, not... they've, they've got the basis to do something. Uh, Queen's Park, by the way, haven't won since August in the league. It's something like the 19th of August. Are you sure so, about that? I'm sure about that, yes. Why? Um, they've only won three matches this season so uh, there you are Dundee United uh, Wraith Rovers the big one this weekend in the Championship in League 1 it's also a big weekend at the top it's all square between Hamilton and Falkirk Falkirk do have a game in hand though uh, Hamilton dropping points away against Aloha it was 0-0 and Falkirk uh, producer John scraping a win uh, against Kelty Hearts there was no scraping what do you mean there was no scraping <laughs> absolutely no scraping a late late goal it wasn't late late either nonsense it was, it was uh, scrambled in ah. and uh, Falkirk win 2-1 so that means they're levelling points with Hamilton um, still unbeaten this season and do have a game yep, in hand. Yeah, only two games in the country, uh, two uh, squads Stop, in the country. Don't call me that. <laughs> <laughs> two, two, two teams right, in the John, country, I mean, still I'm unbeaten. Fan. That's a bit harsh. And uh, are one of them. So, so um, see last week because the game was off because of snow because you couldn't be arsed getting oh, the shovels yeah, out to yeah. clear the pitch. Um, how was uh, the boys' trip to Dublin? Did, did, did you hear any news or any well, stories I, I from Dublin? In, I was in hospitality at the weekend and they were trying to get some stories out of the players, but they were. What happens in Dublin stays in Dublin, apparently. Mm, okay, well. Fair and enough. the reason that um, nobody has heard any stories about the trip to Dublin because nobody knows who the Falkirk players are. Well, that is. That is There's right. a lot of that as well. They could just yeah. be a bunch of lads walking around and they wouldn't exactly. have a clue who they were. Uh, Cove Rangers uh, can't stop winning. They did again on Saturday against Annan by three goals to one. Um, they're still a bit behind, though. They, nine. They are nine behind. If they win their game in hand, they'll only be six, six behind. behind. Yeah. That's against us, so they won't win that. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully they beat Falkers mm-hmm. and close the gap a wee bit there. Kelty Hearts remain in fourth. Uh, elsewhere still in Albion beating Edinburgh City. Edinburgh City struggling at the bottom alongside Annan. Uh, what a win for Queen of the South. They were 4-0 up at half time. Obviously there was no PS5s uh, for the Queen of the South boys in the build up to that match. Because going, going to Montrose and, and winning 4-1 is not something that many teams do. So um, Queen of the South ease a bit of their worries uh, after some uh, shocking results of late. And Marvin Bart remains in post um, Kelty in fourth Montrose in fifth they play each other this weekend as well and as ever with League 2 it's time to hand over to the most powerful man in the world to tell us what is happening in our lower divisions it's President Mr Joe Biden Hey Ewan and Steve and I am absolutely hanging today not only did I celebrate Stenny's when against Dumbarton but it was the White House Christmas party last night I sang with Kamala on fairy tale of New York and had one to many aftershocks. It was wild. Anyway, what's been happening in League Two? Clyde are still stuck at the bottom despite the appointment of Jobby McCall after they drew with Stranraer. Bonnierig Rose took a point against second place Petter had. I have always liked Bonnierig. Elgin are struggling and got pumped from East 5 for nil. And the Spartans remained in the playoff places with a 1-0 win over the Bridey Lovers. Anyhow, I am away to spew. See you next week, guys. See you. See you, Joe. There he is. There goes Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe there. Biden on the aftershocks. Exactly. He was on the aftershocks. Are those still available? I think so. Can you still buy aftershocks in a bar? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you get the red so. and blue well, stuff, don't you? Yeah. Joe what Biden. was the other thing that you used to drink back in the day? Goldschlager. Um, no, the apple sours. Oh, you still get apple sours. Goldschlager as well. Uh, Do you get the apple sours still? Yeah, I think so. They were bogging, so sweet and horrible. Uh, and used to get, oh, I used to love um, cola cube shoot, uh, shots. 
Oh, Do you them? No. Was it? Oh, was it? Oh, what was it? Oh, what uh, was it? Corkies? Was it Corkies? No, uh, Corkies, and there was Stiffies as well. Uh, Stiffies as well. Stiffies used to get Stiffies. It was cola cola cube shots. They were amazing. I like um, I like when it comes to shots. I like a sambuca with a coffee bean. And then set fire to it, and then the coffee bean bursts open in the sambuca. Then you knock it back. Oh, really? It's really good. See, I don't. I I like sambuca compared with tequila. I don't like tequila, but I think they're both bogging. What? Oh, both sambuca. The last and time I had a tequila, and this is what probably put me off. Um, my best mate is a guy called Phil, mm-hmm. right? And see, when you're young and you're daft and you do stupid things, I sucked salt off his nipples. I didn't know where that was going there. Right. <laughs> In fact, we're just going to leave it there. And you, now we have an episode wait, title wait, for this week. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. And you don't know where I got the lemon for? No, I don't want to know. Where you got the lemon <laughs> uh, let's speak about some other questionable decisions in VARWTF. La gente está muy loca. What the fuck? Right. Are you visualising it? No. Livingston nil, Hibs won. It was Grant Irvin who was the referee. So Neil's challenge on Guthrie for the penalty. Um, yeah, I think overall... What are we talking about? Livingston Hibs. Yeah, it wasn't a penalty. Yeah. yeah. Second Hibs goal chopped off for offside. He was offside. He was offside, yeah. Uh, and Paul Hanlon handball was overturned after Singari was ruled offside. It would have been a penalty, but in the build-up to the yeah. penalty award, he was in an offside position, so correct call. So, all good. Aberdeen Hearts, Chris Graham was the referee. Wasn't much happening there. Same Motherwell St. Johnson, not really much. Nah. Hey, let's get to Rangers Dundee. Couple of big ones in this one. So, uh, penalty for Rangers uh, for the shirt pull by Donnelly on Seema on first viewing. I was like, oh, for God's sake. I was like, it's another one of these. And then you see it from the other angle, and it's a penalty. Um, silly by Donnelly, and obviously Rangers could be a penalty. He actually got down on one knee to drag him down as far as he could. He did it after as well. It led to the goal. Yeah, like he, he did it after as well. Just stupid defending. Uh, so Fuentes, his yellow card was upgraded to a red. Wrong call. I thought that was really harsh. I think it's harsh. I think they'll win that in appeal. Yeah, they have appealed it, but... And they'll win it. That was well, well, well. You never know. Well, no, the, yeah, no. You but never know. But if, I, if, that, I, if that's a red card, then Greg Taylor's challenge in the Motherwell game is a red card. Yeah, but I, I, I didn't think that was a red card. But either. again, this is what I always say. There's almost no challenge that's a yellow card now. That mm. was a yellow card challenge. Now he didn't mean it. No, he didn't. But he did catch him, and it was a sore one. Yeah. But he, like th- that was. That's a yellow card every day of the week. You're repeating what you said about Greg Taylor. I, I know. It's the same thing. It's the exactly. same thing. Exactly. It's the same thing. I think it was I think it was really unlucky to be sent off. Um and I don't know whether they'll win it appeal though. Who they knows? Will. Because, because again, people will look at it and think, oh well, I look at that. All, all, the, all Rangers need to do is go, okay. You think that Sifuentes is a red card but that's, and, but that's, and, and, and show them the video of Greg Taylor on the Motherwell player. No, no, no. But, but that's they, 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 won't, no, no. they won't accept that. But that's all they need to do. Yeah, but they, the SFA or the panel won't accept that as a reasoning for things. Different ref, different VAR probably. You know, I'm saying, like, this is what I'm saying. They should win it on appeal, but... You never know. You're I right. Don't, I, I don't think they will. Um, elsewhere, uh, St Mirren to Ross County now Callum Scott was the referee there So uh, the leak OG was ruled over the line It was over the line After the VAR check Why don't they just get goal line technology? I don't it understand It costs more money 
and uh, Kilmarnock Celtic yesterday. There so, was a lot on this yesterday. There was. So the big one in the first half was Alistair Johnson on the line. Chris Boyd was saying it was a stonewall penalty at half-time. It's wrong. I don't think it was. It wasn't a penalty. No. Uh, Chris Boyd was screaming about it at halftime. He continued to talk about it full-time, even though his team Rangers won the game. Uh, sorry, his team... Um, <laughs> no, he's not uh, team uh, Rangers, yeah. Uh, a, fr- a Freudian slip. Yeah, um, where um, Celtic lost by two goals to when he was still banging on about it. Uh, for me, it's not a handball. I, I, I think it hits more of the top of his back, his shoulder area. It doesn't hit his arm. Um, it's not a penalty for me. Now, it would have been interesting to debate around had Celtic going on to win the game. Mm-hmm. It would have been a bigger controversy and a bigger talking point, but because Kilmarnock turned it around and won it, it's not a bigger talking point as it could have been. But in my opinion, even though there's a lot out there that believe it was a penalty, I don't think it is. You? Okay. No, I don't think it was a penalty no. either. Anything else in that match that drew your attention? Or can we uh, move on? No, we can move on. And we can move on to start sub sell, shall we, producer John? Thank you very much. Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. So start, sub, sell. It's the football version of Snog, Marry, Avoid. You need to decide which one of the three players you would start, which one you would sub and which one you would sell. So last week we threw out this to specifically Rangers fans. We didn't need to be a Rangers fan to get involved. Uh, Todd Cantwell, Tom Lawrence and Sam Lammers. RFC fan 96 says start Lawrence. Guy's so good when he's in the number 10 position. Sub Cantwell, great player. And it was a toss-up between him and Lawrence to start, but it's sometimes petty behaviour is his downside. Uh, besides, I think he'll make most impact from the bench and obviously release Lammers. No fucker with a brain cell is buying him. <laughs> um, we Scottish guy, 8950. Keep Lawrence, Sub Cantwell, sell Lammers for a fiver to a berry-picking farm. Big-time burgers. I would sell Lammers, but I doubt anyone would buy him. Uh, Sam says Cantwell starts Lawrence on the bench and the Lammers sold uh, thought that Lawrence was uh, although Lawrence is constantly injured it was close between him and Lammers on who gets sold interesting I think it's because Lawrence is always injured that's Gareth why. says start Cantwell sub Lawrence and sell Lammers if anyone will actually take him Ta- uh, Thomas says sell Lammers use the money to keep Lawrence covered in bubble wrap on the bench and start Cantwell uh, Willie says start Lammers because he's gash Philip Debo I think he means Philip Sebo. Uh-huh. Uh, hasn't got a patch on this guy. Bench TikTok because watching him trip <laughs> over his bottom lip would be priceless. And sell Lawrence as the club's financial woes would be at least would be would, would we... be least with him of the lead of the medical bill. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, try and read through your uh, tweets before you send them, Willie. Uh, Jers March on says start Cantwell subbing Lammers and selling Lawrence Cantwell best of the three no one will buy Lammers ever again Lawrence never had a fully fit season in fact I would pay someone to take Lammers uh, Conroy says start Cantwell hospital bed Lawrence and sell Lammers uh, Graham says start Cantwell when he stays off social media sub Lawrence if he's ever fit and sell Lammers not that anyone would take him uh, start Cantwell sub Lawrence and sell Lammers dot 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 to scientific research <laughs> So and not to be a footballer. The conclusion based on your responses is start Cantwell, sub Lawrence and sell Lammers. So, this week we're going to do something slightly different. It's over to you, you and Cameron, to explain what we're doing. So, start, sub, sell Christmas movies. Okay. We're leading up to Christmas. 
Yes. Two weeks today is Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. We're getting into the spirit of things. We're listening to Christmas music and we're starting to watch Christmas movies. So we're going to pick three movies. Now, we haven't discussed this no. before the show. So it's now open to a debate between yourself, myself and uh, producer Why John. Why don't we all pick one then? Why don't we all pick one between us? Right, okay. Like, we'll all, all pick right. a Christmas film, our favourite Christmas film. Well, mine's as easy. I'm going for Muppets Christmas Carol. Okay, Muppets Christmas Carol is you in selection. Producer John, I'll let you go next. I'll go for a soppy one. Okay. Love, oh. love Actually. I love it. It's really I don't good. Want your, I don't want your impact. I don't, not impact, well, I mean, I don't want your input. I don't want you I mean, that's, that's fine. No, 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 we're not having that. No, no, okay, no, I'm no, on what? No, because it's obvious that's going to be sold. We want to make an interesting like elf, debate. Then. Let's go elf. elf. No, it's, it's, it's just... A, mm. What are you doing? How is Elf any different from the Muppets Christmas Carol? Yeah. It's a Christmas film. Yeah, I think... Love yeah. Actually, Jesus. Will we I go, will, will nice. we go Elf? I'll, I'll take Elf. Right, we'll go Elf then. Okay, right, I fine. love Elf. Okay, but Love Actually. Okay. That's uh, a lovely film. Shut up. We've got the Muppets Christmas... Makes you greet. Christmas Carol. <laughs> Makes you greet. And then... Oh, I'm between two... So are we two. definitely doing Elf? Yes. And we're doing Muppets Christmas Carol? I don't know which one to go for, though. One's a classic. Well, they're both classics, but oh, one is... a Wonderful Life. Oh. No, you're not. Oh, get in the no, bin, no, Stephen. No, no, no. I'd rather have Love Actually than It's a Wonderful oh, Life. Oh, Jesus. No, 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 no. I'm not made with decision. Die Hard. No. No. So are we talking... Home Alone. Oh, there you go. So I'm going to go for Home right. Alone. Which I think is a great Christmas. See, film. I also like The Grinch with Jim Carrey. That's but you've already picked yours. I you know. Didn't? See, so but Jim Carrey and The Grinch, I watch it every year. I think it's a spectacular Christmas right. movie. We've got our and three, his though. performance in it is superb. We have decided on our three. Have we? Yes. Have we? Are we all happy with this? Muppets Christmas Carol is what you're going for. Yeah. John is going for Elf, and I am going for Home Alone. Well, should maybe go for Love Actually just for the comedy value of it, because that's just such a pish film. How uh, is it pish? Oh, Star, Sub, Cell, Elf, Muppets no, Christmas no, no, Carol. I think we go Love Actually. No, I think we go with Elf. I think it would be fairer if we go Elf. Because you think Love Actually is an easy one to pick for selling? Aye. Do you think Aye. most people would sell yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, th either. I think go Elf, Muppets Christmas Carol, and Home Alone. Star, <sighs> Sub, Cell. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm picking my movie to start. Elf and Home Alone, that's tough. Who are you getting ready there? I'm selling Elf. It's not my favourite. So you're subbing Muppets Christmas Carol? Yeah, subbing Muppets Christmas Carol. I love Elf. And starting Home Alone because it's, it's the best Christmas film, in my opinion. It's so. Santa! I know you, Santa! I know oh. you! Okay. <laughs> Right, that's um, me doing my Will Ferrell bit. Get your shouts in on Football Scott on Twitter, Facebook and Insta. Also on YouTube as well. We're on the Super Scoreboard channel on YouTube. Just search for Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Remember, subscribe and uh, you'll get notifications when all our videos go up. And uh, obviously the boys from Clyde One Super Scoreboard are on all the way through this week. All the build-up uh, to the European matches as well. Celtic in action against Feyenoord. Uh, Rangers versus Real Betis as well. And uh, they're on air from six o'clock every single night on Clyde One on FM across Glasgow and the West and uh, on your Alexa Amazon devices whatever you listen to as well and we are back this Saturday 
uh, with the Big Scottish Football Podcast and you can listen to us from 2pm. It's Big Scottish Football Show. The Big Scottish Football Show on 4th One, West FM, TFM, MFR and North Sound 1. And we're on on Sunday as well. We've got a special show just on North Sound 1. So if we've got any North East listeners and oh, you're not aye. heading to the match, uh, we are going to be live uh, from Hamden yeah. on Sunday. Jamie Langfield is our special guest and we will have coverage of the Via Play Cup final on North Sound 1 on Sunday and of course former Hibs and Aberdeen striker uh, Steve Cowan will be with us on Saturday as well right time to call Jose 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 I feel like we've not spoken to Jose in months so this is going to be good he was obviously in Tenerife what time is it now? it's a bit late nah, it's a bit late it's usually a... I'm going to miss him again mate yeah wonder what his favourite Christmas movie is we can ask Did him you, oh, I've got, Hello, boy. Jose Catongo! How are you, Jose? Very well, thank you, my man. Very well. I need to use, man. I know. We tried phoning last week, but you were obviously busy. And then the week before, you were in Tenerife. How was the holiday? I know, I know, I know. Oh, it was very good. Very good. I can't complain. It's good. Excellent. Good. good. Yeah. And you're back into the swing of things, though, yeah? I know. I, I have an amazing time, man. It's great. Excellent. So, Jose, what are you doing right now? Just in the gym. Just in the gym, nice. Um, yeah. I, I saw a video of you in the gym earlier yeah. this week, and it was you jumping between benches, and it looked very, very um, painful. Yeah, very dangerous, but I love it. I love jump. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, just, I'm just showing Stephen your video right now you posted on Facebook of you doing uh, your exercises in the gym. And how old yeah. are you again? 50 next year. 50 next year. 49. Um, so, I mean, you're like a, you're like a grasshopper, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you're unbelievable. You're like a gazelle. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I don't know why. I just love jump. Yeah. Your best can jump. I just jump, jump. I don't know why. Yeah, you, you, you do like to jump. I did notice that. So, uh, Jose, can I ask you, with two weeks to Christmas, do you have a favourite Christmas movie? Home Alone. Yes, I yeah. knew Jose. Yeah. That's, That's my favorite one. Home Alone one. Yeah. yeah. Do you not like the Muppets? Huh? Do you not like the Muppets Christmas Carol? Nah, nah. Just, just, just Home Alone. Okay. <laughs> what, what about Love Actually? And no. no. I see the Christmas. I always watch Home Alone. I love it with the kids. Like yeah. yeah. You know, it's my favorite movie. Yeah, yeah, yes. Me and Jose. That's what it is. We should do a Christmas special with Jose. Yeah, I think oh, we should as well. Listen, yeah. boys, listen, I need a favor. Okay. Go on. Listen, I'm single, man. I look for girlfriend, man. <laughs> right, you're looking for a girlfriend. Okay. We should get yeah. him in next week. Get him a Christmas girlfriend. <laughs> we'll wrap somebody up and you can untie them. <laughs> Joanny, come in the studio next week. Yeah, no problem. Ahead no of Christmas, problem. we'll try and get you a girlfriend for Christmas and you can come on and you can use the show as an advert. Oh, yes, I know. <laughs> Come in. I mean, Jose, we, w we will set you up, honestly, yeah. and see after what you said a couple of weeks ago about you being a liar. <laughs> like, you're not going to be short of offers, Jose. Honestly, no. you're not going to be and short of offers. And there'll be a lot of ladies out there, Jose, who themselves are lonely this Christmas and are looking for a wee bit of comfort and a, a wee, wee bit, bit of warmth cuddle, and yeah, a wee exactly. cuddle and all that. Get in, watch a wee bit of Home Alone. I need it, man. I need it. All right, you know bud. So yeah, um, what, what we'll do is see producer John. We'll get him to call you. We'll get you in the studio next week and we'll find your girlfriend. 
No problem. Oh, thanks a million, boys. <laughs> We're getting Jose Katongo a girlfriend for Christmas. Yeah, so bring your Christmas hat and uh, uh-huh. we'll, we'll see you next week in the studio. No problem, my man. Thank you so much, boys. Thanks a million. Cheers, okay, bye, Jose. Bye, mate. Jose, 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 Jose. He genuinely sounds excited. He's treating us like Tinder. I know. That's amazing. We'll just sit him here beside us. Yeah. And then we can talk. We can do like, um, just ask him questions about what he likes, his dislikes. Yeah. Movies he watches, music that he likes. By the way, if there's anyone listening right now who would like to get in touch, uh, we can maybe set you up with Jose. It's at Big Football Scott on Twitter. Uh, Give us a shout on YouTube as well. We can vouch for him. He's a lovely guy. Lovely man. He's great at jumping. I've just seen a video (laughs) of him there. I've never seen a man... Like, like leap like that before in my life. So, um, and as we know, um, he's absolutely he likes jumping. He's he's dynamite in the bedroom as well. well absolute dynamite. I mean, he, only he has he's, said he's that. A, he's a lion rampant. Could, could we? I'm thinking. Out, I'm I'm spitballing here, boys. But could we get? If there's any female listeners listening to the Big Scottish Football Podcast, we could line them up on the phone. We could do it like blind date and Jose asks them. Aye. Jose asks them questions. Ask them questions. Yes, if you're a female listener yes. to the Big Scottish Football Podcast, we know you're out there, um, then get in touch on uh, Twitter, on YouTube, if yeah. you're single. Or DM us. Yeah, exactly. Because they're open. Yeah, absolutely. You can so. DM us and you can uh, get in contact with us secretly or you can wait for next week to learn more about Jose and the, the line rampant that he is. Oh, imagine if we actually found Jose a girlfriend who then... They get married. He got married. And then we'd be at his wedding. We'd be officiating his wedding. I would like to be an usher at that wedding. Yeah. And then a DJ afterwards. Yeah, that'd be You cool. could be the MC, mate. I'll be the MC. That's totally fine. Uh, right, OK, get in touch. Our big football, Scott. There goes Jose Katongo. Right, Scottish football's uh, harder, hardest question. Okay, it is still, oh, yes! It is still sealed at the back. It's still sealed. It has not yeah. been opened. The answer... Is in there now, John? I've got a bone to pick with you. Oh, what have I done? I think you have thrown people off the scent a wee bit here, and you've not done it deliberately, mm. but you've spelt Colombo wrong. So a lot of people have been looking at the Sri Lankan capital Colombo. <laughs> I did, did I not spell it's combos with a U, isn't it? Yeah. Have I spelt it with an O on the tweet? On the tweet, ah. And it's led to a lot of people giving me some hilarious answers <laughs> about Sri Lanka, about Sri Lanka, <laughs> about other stuff as well. Um, so one of my mates, Rory, uh, who listens to the podcast, um, has been basically sending me theories all weekend, and some of them are. Absolutely about amazing. About Charlie Adam in Sri Lanka? Uh, about lots of, lots of stuff. Okay. Uh, he, he's, he's basically, uh, he's covering a lot of bases. So is it taking over his life? Pretty much, yes. <laughs> um, so <laughs> he, he got to the stage, he's like, um, I can't wait to find out what the answer is. Now, I'm not going to tell you the answer until somebody gets it right. Okay. I can tell you that nobody's got it right so far. Um, but my mate Rory's saying, I was looking to see what Charlie Adams' dog was called over the weekend, <laughs> <laughs> just, in, just in case it was called Columbo. Um, so then he was like, oh, maybe it's to do with Blackpool. And he sent me a screen grab from The Guardian, 6th of September 2021, where a six-swan in Blackpool was had to have its eye removed in a life-saving operation and the name of that swan was Columbo. Columbo. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's also, he's like, I'm clutching at straws now, but it's an answer. So Charlie Adam, Charlie Senior and Grant Adam, so father and son, Uh 
both professional football players. Yes. And Grant Adam was a professional football player and a goalkeeper. Yes. I've also found a family called Angelo, Lorenzo and Roberto Colombo, who are a father-son uh-huh. professional football players, and their brother is a goalkeeper. Is that the right answer? No, no, it's not the right answer. But, wow. like, he's gone into... He's such, obsessed. Such a lot of details What's here. his name? His name's Rory. Rory, mate. Let it go. Just, just, just go and live your life, mate. Yeah, I know. So, the question is, in case you've missed it, um, what is the connection between Columbo... Now, I will specify Columbo the detective... Yeah. ...and... Charlie Adam. There's a connection between the two. The answer is in the sealed envelope. It will not be opened right. in so, until somebody gets it. Right. I know you've got some answers to read out, right? Yeah. Or some theories. But before we get to that, can I just ask a question or two on this? Yes. Does it have something to do with the actual actor who played Columbo? And there's been a number of actors over the years who've played that particular character. Mm-hmm. Is it Peter Falk, the the original, the best? I'm, it, n- I'm not going to give you any specifics, but... Is it about a trench coat? I, <laughs> I would... I would, can you can you answer I would none say, of the questions? I, I would say focus on Columbo. Charlie Adam, you don't need to research Charlie Adam. Columbo is where this... The answer is. The answer is. And it's connected to Charlie Adam. But it's mostly on Columbo, mm-hmm. and then you'll find your answer to Charlie. Mm-hmm. So don't research Charlie. I wouldn't bother. So research Columbo. Yes. The fictional so, detective. J-Mac says, as the link Dundee, Peter Falk visited Dundee Uni to receive an honorary degree. That's a great and shout. And Charlie Adam was born in and played for Dundee. Great shout, but not the right answer. Uh, Ken Lyle says the Columbo connection, obviously both only have one eye. Uh, Celtic says 67-88. The link is that both of them are terrible drivers. Uh, the Hunter says Columbo's Peter Falk scored directly from a corner as a trialist for Blackpool. As he chuckles. <laughs> uh, and Greg says, uh, did he address his Columbo at a party? All of these are incorrect answers. The answer is out there somewhere. You will Fo- find focus it. Focus on Columbo. There's the clue for this week. But the actual answer is in this envelope. It's Scottish football's harder, hardest question uh, after the hardest question last week was solved within a week. So let us know on our social pages, Epic Football Scott, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as well. Uh, that is... Scottish Ribbles, harder, hardest question. What is the connection between Colombo and Charlie Adam? Let us know your answers and let's move on oh. to our answers in the quiz this week, please. And come on down, the host of this show, he is producer John. Hello. Hiya. There we yeah. go. Sorry, yeah, there buttons weren't right working. Uh, what's there, the sorry. scores on the doors? Oh, uh, God. It's 12 5. No, it's not. 12, it's 11 5. No, because I've been stuck on 11 for weeks now. No, you're not. You just won the 11th last week. It was 10 no. It was 10 5. It wasn't. Stephen, it was 10 5. It was 11 5 last it's, week. It's written there so far. Aye, John's, Aye but I've not, not updated that. It's 12 5. It's 12, 12 5. You got beat last week, yeah. Yeah, you got beat. Right. Yeah. Come on then, let's get on with it. So, let's do the shootout. Five questions each. Point for each correct answer, but if you want to get double the points, you have to go for a top bin question, which is worth two points. Yes. Yeah, uh, go. go and get me, give me the 20 pence piece. I need to flip the coin this oh, week. Yeah. Can I flip it? Yeah. Well, you, you'll Don't you lose the 20 pence piece, Ewan. I did lose a 50 pence piece when I hosted Super Scoreboard last you time. You did, aye, you stole it. I did, actually. Aye. Yeah. I used it in the machine to get air in my car. Right. When the tyres in my car. Not in the car, I didn't spray right. air in the car. Just flip right. the coin. Right. Right. What do you want, heads or tails? Uh, tails. Never fails. And it does today. <laughs> um, I'll have heads. Um, <laughs> that's that's <laughs> generally how it yeah. works, yeah. 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 I am going to go second. Oh, interesting. There we go, go right. Oh, okay. Right, Ewan. 
Let's just take it back to last week. Do you remember saying this? World's a small place. We love the Champions League. We love European football, World Cups, qualifiers, you name it. You remember all that? You, you, yeah. you were saying, don't talk about Scottish football. I, I want world football yes. questions. Blah, blah, blah. Well, we've sorted that out Well, for yes, you. I was getting bored of just all the questions about Scottish football. I wanted to, to, to broaden our horizons and educate the listeners. Right, okay then. Brilliant. Oh, well, we're going to do that. And then this week's quiz. Well, Stephen's first. I'm going second. Right, okay then. First up is Stephen Mill. And your question is, who's currently top of Syria A? Who is currently top of Syria A? I know that because I watch Syria every weekend because of Lewis Ferguson again, outstanding for Bologna. And they won 2-1 away and they're into the top four of Bologna. Lewis Ferguson, sensational. He was captaining them at the weekend as well. And got man of the match. I saw that. It's either Juventus or Inter Milan and I can't remember which one. So I'll go Inter Milan. He's right. You're right. Well done, Stephen. Great. 1 0. Ewan. Yeah. Millenarios play in which country? Millenarios play in which country? You're you a, wanted the world question. You're, a, you're a fan of world football, yeah, Ewan. You want is, to broaden your horizons. I mean, Millenarios. I, I think I could probably even give him a clue. No, 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 oh, no. no, no. Okay. South America. Don't you be given any clues uh, here, John. I'm going to South America. You're going uh, to South America, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to... Well, is mm-hmm. that you tell me it's not? I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it isn't. Right. Well, you could at least... Uh, John, see, it's, it's, I mean, his question is so easy because it's one of the top four leagues in Europe. You decided to go first. Uh, second. Right, okay. So that, that was but, your fault. But see, when you get to that question, you could have gone... And I know, which, the, which, I know the answer to this which, question. Which South American country or which North American country... Just uh, answer the question. Milan- 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 right, just What team are they, what are they called, you? How do you spell it? M-I-L-L-O-N-A-R-I-O-S. Milanarios. Narios. Narios. I'm South American. It has to be South American. Right, you need to narrow it down then to a country. Bolivia, Uruguay, Argentina, Brazil, Jesus Paraguay, God. Venezuela. Suriname. That's not, that's not South America. Nicaragua? Yeah. 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 It could be Central America, just up the road. Panama. Nah. Honduras. Nah. Costa nah. Rica. Nah. Right, just pick a country, nah. please. We've got I'm all. going to go Uruguay. Uruguay. Final answer. Final answer. And Marshall has saved! Yes! Is, it, is it, it Colombia? It is Colombia, oh. and as a big world football fan, you and they won the league last year, you should know that. Yeah. Right, 1 0 to Stephen. Move on, question two. Okay. Stephen, which current player holds the world transfer records? Who currently has the world transfer records? Neymar? Final answer? Yeah. I win the toss and I give, give him the. Oh, go on. You're in! Yeah. Who's the only player to win three World Cups? Who's the only player to what? Win three World Cups. Not a hard question, Ewan. Is it Pele? They didn't, they didn't win 66. 
Bank England were at that year. Yeah, I know. I'm just... Yeah. Stephen. No, I'm, I'm just... Stephen. I'm just saying. I'm just thinking out loud, yeah. right? No, but England, I think they beat Germany in the final. West Germany, actually. Boy called Jeff Hurst scored a hat-trick. They oh. thought it was all over. Pelly last final answer. And it was. Pelly final answer. I think it was 58, 62 and 70. You're going straight in with that? Yeah. Well played, Ewan. Tough question, that. It was 58, 62 and 70, wasn't it? Pelly. Yeah. Right, yeah. 2-1. Okay. Pelly. Stephen. Mm-hmm. Which country is the only nation to win both the men and women's World Cups? One nation has won both World Cups. Oh, I've got to know what that. Is that He's getting, his first three questions, man, that's an absolute joke. Oh, it's geez. a joke. You and it's you a could joke. Have, you could, oh. yeah, I think it doesn't matter what, what I said, heads or tails, I was always going to get the millenarius uh, question. I, I, I got, I, I've got all your oh, questions sh- as shut well. Shut up, Stephen. Just give them the answer. I'll show easy. you the bit of paper I've got in front it's, at the end if you don't believe up, me. please. It, your voice does my head in. Is, so does yours. Is it? Germany. No, it's Spain. Germany final answer? Oh, no, I'll go to Spain then. No, no, you said Germany. No, I, I, I said it, Germany. I'll go Spain final answer. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> he's done you, he's absolutely done you, Stephen. I cannot believe that. He's done you. What was like the question? Germany. No, but what was the question? Which country is the only nation to win both the men and women's World Cup? And the answer is Germany. Spain won the women's World Cup just there. Oh, so they did. This is different from the answer I have on my bit of paper here. Well, but your answer is Germany, so that's it. We <laughs> no, no, Stephen's <laughs> actually, they, no. Did, they just won it, yeah. It goes, Spain just yeah, won the yeah, World yeah, Cup. Yeah, yeah, there's two. And they've be, won the men's World Cup. Do you know Cup. what? I've, yeah, I know that's why I said Spain. Right, there well, we go. But whatever's on his bit of paper. No, it's, no, no. it's, it's, it's right. It's whatever he's right. is the right, right. answer. Okay, okay. Right. I, I know there's he's a lot right. of people who listen to this podcast, right? No, I, mean, he's I, right. I, I was I was at the Cash for Kids lunch on Friday. And when I was in the bar, so many guys, and I swear on my kids, right? So many guys approached me to say, Ewan, you're getting done on that quiz. Oh, shut up, you So wait, so wait a minute. So, so wait no, a minute. I'm, I'm, I'm just being honest with you. So, so Spain... Hunters know what's going on here. So wait a minute. Have Spain won both the men and women's that, World Cup? Yeah, I, I said that. And I said it was Spain. Mother answer was Germany. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. So, so right. it was both yeah. right. Yeah, but what's on his bit of paper? It doesn't matter. It's it, right. Like, Either question. What John's, what's on John's paper doesn't make it fair. That, right? that, That's fine. But right. the punters out there know. No, uh, they don't. They do because they pulled me up about it in the bar. No, no, they. No, they didn't. You made this on up. this occasion. I, I promise you, I don't talk about ha, my children like that unless it's true. So Spain have won both the men and women's yeah. World Cup. So but therefore, on, my answer is correct. But on his piece of paper, it said Germany. Yeah, because he's that's John's fault. That's yeah. my, my fault. Yeah, that exactly. is my fault. I, I go with what he had on his bit of paper. So is it a correct answer or not? Just oh, no, it's clar- correct. And oh, is, is, is Germany a correct answer? Well, yes, it's correct. Right, exactly. So I got I got the correct answer. We right. can all move on. Let's right. move on to my right. third question. Right, Ewan. What is the name of the top division in Turkey? It's the Super League, is it, no? Super League? Yeah. You going for that? Aye. 3 2. I'm waiting for him to get his millionaire question from Colombia. I would have got that though. Oh, I got the answer. Just, to just that. go and give him his next question. Steven, yeah. the Estadio Jose Al- Alvaleda 
that's easy for me to say, is the home to which team? The Estadio Jose Alvaleda is the home to which team? Now, that's more like it. That's more like it. Do you know it. the answer to that? Yes, yeah. I do. Do you really? Yes, I do. See, the world football only just throw phone out of you. Yes. I did mention Colombia before I went for fucking Uruguay, but there you go. You mentioned every South American country, to be fair, you. Yeah. yeah. My general knowledge is better than my football. <laughs> <laughs> How are you spelling that? Do you want the full spelling? No, just the last bit. A L V A L A D E. Alpha Leda. Alpha Leda. I know this. Was he Alpha Leda? I think it's. Writing it down. I'm going to go for a Spanish country. Or they speak Spanish. Because I think that's a Spanish name. The name Jose. What gave that away? (laughs) (laughs) Is it? Is it Real Sociedad? Real Sociedad. Is that your final answer? No, it's not Real Sociedad. Yes. A bash on the save! I I thought it was River Plate. It is Sporting Lisbon. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's not in Spain. Get in! Anyway, so it's it's 3 2. It's 3 2. And this is my fourth question to make it 3 3. Come on, John, give it to me! Which team are the current Copa del Rey holders? Who is the current holder of the Copa del Rey? To equalise. Oh, I should know this because I think I watched it. It's a Spanish Cup. Yeah, I know. I know. I know what it is. Okay. Do you know what it means? Copa del Rey. I don't know. What what does it mean? I was just asking. Cup the... Ah, I should know this. I love Spanish football. I was watching Barcelona get beat by Girona last night. Um, what game that was? Girona and Barcelona won Just answer two. the question again. Um, Girona second in the league. Five clear of Barcelona. Aye. Wow. A couple of points behind Real Madrid. They've only lost once this season. Um, their left back is superb. Scored a great goal last night. Oh, God. Who's the Copa del Rey winners? I'm going to go for... Atletico Madrid, final answer. Shit! Yes! It's the wrong answer, you. Yeah, no. Who was it? Is it? Uh, uh, is it? It's the other Madrid. It's Real, Real Madrid. Oh, was it? Real. I mean, I would have probably gone for Real Madrid or Barcelona. I didn't know. So, so by the way, when it comes to Copa del Rey, you do get clubs out with the big two winning it. Three two. So this is for the win. No, it's not. Because I could go top. Oh, you could go top. Go bin. top bin, yeah. Okay, Stephen. Yeah. You don't want to go top bin. You no, just want to go no, standard question. Okay. Yeah. Denise Buenanga won the Golden Boot in which league this season? And I'll spell you that because my pronunciation is absolutely terrible. Uh, Buenanga, which is spelled B-O-U-A-N-G-A, Denise. Brunaga won the Golden Boot in which league this season? That's a good question. Do you mean last season? Mm. Shut up! Oh, so it's a summer league. Shut up! Um, uh, It'll be Sweden then. John, if he get... I'll go Sweden. Oh! In Norway, the MLS. No. Norway? The MLS. Oh, the MLS! Right. Now, what do I do? If I go top bin and get it right, I win the quiz. Or I go for the normal question and take it to a tie-break. I've got a big decision to make here. You lost the tie-break last week, which I is very unlike you. It's the first mm. time I lost a tie-break question. Um, 
Tickle top bin. John, what should I, what should I do here? I'm not, I, can't, I can't give you any advice, you. I can't give you any advice. You could. Right. I'm going to take my chances with a top bin question. Oh, your knowledge of world football is really going to show up here. <laughs> here we go. Top bin for the win. Go on. Top bin question, give it to me to win it. No clues, John. No clues. Can we just say no clues? It's Absolutely top bin. No Steven clues sat here shitting himself. Who is the only player to play at three consecutive World Cup finals? Who is the only player to play in three consecutive World Cup finals? This is not a top bin question. That's no. not a top bin question. Do you know the answer, Lee? Yes. Do you really? Yes. I thought it was tough, that. That's not a top bin question. Three consecutive uh -huh. World Cup finals. Yep. <clears throat> 90. No, it can't be him. Stephen, just remember, it's always easy if you know the answer. Yeah, I know. You, you know the answer, but you clearly doesn't. I don't. Hold on, I'm just thinking of World Cup Finals and it'll give me a better idea. That's a tough question, though. Hold on. 1990... Oh, we're going to be here a long time. No, please, this is, this is important. Right? <laughs> this, this, this is important. This, this is not a top bin standard question. It is. It's an it's easy top bin question. Had I known this would be a top bin question, I'd have gone top bin. It's far too easy. Is it? Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Am I going to kick myself if I don't get it? Yes. I should know it? Yes. <laughs> but it, it's ridiculous. I thought the Pelly question was harder. Really? Yeah, cause it's only easy if you know the answer, John. Yeah. Ian <laughs> doesn't know it. <laughs> So this country's got to World Cup on three, in three, three finals in a row. So in '78, Argentina, '82, '82 was Italy, Germany. No, hold on, '82. No, it's not France. What are you having for your lunch, Italy. Stephen? I, I don't know, but I'm very hungry. Um, I'm hungry as well. I'm not. Yeah. Is it Germany? Is it Klinsmann or someone or Bremer? Oh, Matthias. Luther Matthias. I'll put the bed back on. It's run out. There we go. Germany. So Germany was... They lost the World Cup and then they came back and they won it. They beat, got beat by Brazil and they came back. It's not Matthias, is it? Klinsmann? It's a good result against Airdrie at the weekend, Stephen. Yeah, it was good. That was, uh, that was actually for <laughs> once, unfortunately. I'm going to... I'm struggling. I'm genuinely... I'm struggling here. Three World Cup finals. Is it before '82? Shut up! I'm you asking you. I don't know. Let me give you the answer. Nine, so '98 was Italy. <laughs> sorry, France, Brazil. Two thousand. This is going to oh, be a long, long. '98. R nine, Brazil, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Ronaldo, R9. The original. Brazil. Yeah. Um, 98, 2002 when he won it, 2000. Uh, yeah, Brazil. Or was it 94? Oh, fuck. Um, yeah, last. Oh, shit. Nin yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, R9. R9. Yeah. Final answer. Yeah. And Marshall has saved! Yes! Steven's so sure of the answer. Go on, tell him. No, I've got no idea. <laughs> I've, got abs- I've got absolutely no idea. Um, if I was to narrow it down, yeah. Klinsmann, is it You were in the right ballpark. Matthias was who I thought. Cafu was another one, or Dunga. One of those answers is correct. <laughs> is it Cafu? It is Cafu. Yeah. Wow, wow. That was a top bin question. I Come on. It, I don't think it was. Oh, what? No. Anyway, doesn't matter. I've won. Everyone's happy. It is now thirteen five. What does that mean? Everyone's happy. Why would everyone be happy for you? Listen, Why? everyone. Everyone's no, cheering. Who's everyone? They're singing for me. No, they're not. The Champions no, League teams. They're, they're singing for me. Nobody, not everybody's happy for you. Everybody because, is. Because I had a load of people turn up, come up to me as I said to you on Friday, the cash for kids lunch, saying to me that they felt sorry for me on the quiz because they think I, I get... feel sorry for you as well because you're getting absolutely pumped every week. Just 13, go do your thing and then no, you can I'm, leave. The Champions League music's yeah, still on. Yeah. People are singing for me. No, they're not so singing thank, for you. Thank you very much. Another win on the quiz. Another comprehensive victory. It's incomprehensible. I went the final question. Were you on about your fud? You Cameron's got his back. Honestly, oh, another comprehensive victory. It went in the final question. If I'd said Cafu, I win. So it's not a comprehensive victory. Go play your Cheerio music so we can get this hell out of here. I've got a KFC here. Ifs and buts are apples and nuts. So this has been the Big Scottish Football Podcast. Huge thank to you, thank you to you for yeah. listening, for watching yeah. on YouTube, on bye Spotify, bye. and Apple Podcasts, whatever it is as well. Okay, right, thank you. Um, so remember, hit the wee bell button so that you can subscribe to us. You and you're you're blocking the camera. You need Nobody to get out cares. the road. Nobody cares. Get out the road. So um get in touch with uh, all the stuff for next week. Uh, Scottish football's harder hardest question. There's Ewan uh, going out the door again. And uh, remember Clyde on Super Scoreboard on every midweek night and at the weekend as well. And we are back myself and Ewan for another episode next week. Enjoy your week wherever you are. Bye bye Ewan. There he is. It's away.